You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast, where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the What Now podcast. That's right. The What Now podcast, where we discuss positive ways of effectively facing life's most difficult moments. And remember, we don't call them difficult anymore. We've taken that word difficult out and we place defining. So they are not difficult moments. They are defining moments. And the reason why they are defining moments is because we have the ability, the responsibility, and the right. I got it right this time, guys. And the right to define those moments in our lives and not allow those moments to define us. Why? Because we are greater than moments. We are greater than moments. My name is Clifton Petty John. I'm a purpose strategist, author, transformation coach, and spiritual leader. I provide tools and strategies to transition you from merely existing to living a life full of purpose. For the sake of the podcast, though, you can call me Cliff. I appreciate each and every one of you tuning in on today, tonight, whenever you are listening. I appreciate you. I appreciate the value that you add to the show. So because of that, we're going to dive right into tonight's conversation, okay? So tonight's conversation may get a little emotional. It may get a little emotional. Um, belong to some group on Facebook. It's so many. Sometimes I can't remember the name of all of the groups, but I, I belong to, to some pretty good groups because I'm very selective with the groups that I join. But somebody asked this question in the group. And that thing really triggered something in me that got my mind racing, got my spirit racing, got my emotions racing. It really made me begin to think and wonder the truth of this question for me. And I really begin to think about it. And I really don't believe I have an, a full answer yet. Or maybe I have an answer. And I know that the answer is not what I want it to be. So I'm blocking out the possibility of that being an answer and making excuses for why that's the answer. Y'all know what I'm saying? We've all done that before. So here's the question. Am I guarding my heart or am I blocking it? Am I guarding my heart or am I blocking it? 
Man, that thing hit me so hard because as far as with, with me, that is one of the excuses I use a lot with not connecting with people and even not being in relationships. I'm just guarding my heart. I'm guarding my heart. I'm guarding my heart. I'm too nice of a person. My heart's been broken too many times. Now I do want to say this. Do not try to piece together puzzle pieces of the puzzle as I'm talking. Do not try to piece together puzzles in relationships or which relationship you may feel as if I'm talking about. Scratch all that. We're not doing all that, okay? I mean, you can do it if you want to. You'll never understand, okay, baby? Let's go. So I, I thought about it. I was like, my heart's been broken. I've broken people's hearts before. So I kind of am hesitant about putting myself out there again. But here's what I really, and I've thought about this for a long time, and I actually, <laughs> big hypocrite, I actually tell people this. Excuse me. I'll actually tell my clients this, and I tell my friends and other people that come to me concerning relationships, as I said before in a previous podcast, for some reason, I give the greatest advice for relationships with everybody else, but I can't seem to keep one myself or give myself good enough advice. Anyway, so I always explain to them that sometimes you have to, you have to allow your heart to be broken. You have to allow it to be broken. Now, I'm not saying that you continue to make the same decisions over and over again, which causes the same lessons to come again. I'm not going to say you to be taught the same lessons again, because when we're actually taught a lesson, we progress beyond that. There's different types of heartbreaks that we all need to experience. There are things in my life that I did not like going through. If I had a choice, uh, I wouldn't have went through some of those things. But the reality is that even with some of those things, it was decisions I made that caused me to be in them. So maybe if I did have a choice, I technically had a choice and still. Oh, okay. Never mind. Processing some things out loud, but it wouldn't have went the way. I, I think it's Sean Pace Rose, LaShawn Pace Rose that said it. Uh, if I was in control of my life, I think that I'd work things out differently. She said, there'd be no hurt. No pain, no disappointment of these things. My life would be scot-free. But then she goes on to say, but that just goes to show how little I know about leading, about, leading, about control in my life because all things were together for the good of them who love, you know, the scripture. So um, perhaps... You know, I, oh no, I was saying we need to, need to experience heartbreak. We need to experience those heartbreaks. Okay, guys, we need different types of heartbreaks. We don't need the same heartbreak over and over again. And if you find yourself with your heart broken in the same manner it was broken before or the same area that it was broken before, maybe it's a lesson that you're, that you're not being or paying attention to. You're not quite aware of yet. And I've been there. I've been there before. Different face, same lesson. Different person, same experience. And it wasn't even about the person. It was about me. It was about me. Because sometimes we put ourselves in situations, and this is not to attack anybody, guys. So don't you go here and, yeah, Cliff, Cliff told me I'm only with you anyway because I haven't dealt with the side of me that attracts trash like you anyway. 
Now we're not doing that type of a game, but there are some things that are inside of us. One of the greatest articles I ever read was talking about how trauma in relationships, we have to make sure that what we are drawn to and what we are actually attracted to is not trauma. If we're only attracted to each other because of our shared trauma, eventually as close as we may grow, we'll end up growing that, that much further apart because eventually somebody's going to have to, is going to have a desire and begin to take steps to deal with their trauma. So what happens to a relationship that the foundation was built on unaddressed trauma in a, a, a willingness or a unwillingness to address that unaddressed trauma. That was the whole foundation of the relationship. What happens when a part of that foundation now begins to lean or gets a few cracks in the foundation and realizes, wait a minute, in order for me to heal or to repair these cracks, then I'm going to have to deal with my trauma. What happens then? What do you guys have in common? And to be honest with you, that's what happens many times with a lot of relationships. That's why I encourage relationship counseling. Have I always utilized relationship counseling? No, I have not. Hence, I'm single. <laughs> so I encourage it because sometimes you can be so caught up in the moment and so mesmerized by their eyes and by their shape and by their words or by whatever it is that you are attracted to about them, that you are forgetting to ask the questions that's going to trace some things in their lives. And sometimes people are great people. You're a great person. I'm a great person, but we may not be able to be together because we may be great separate and we may do some great things together, but yet, we are toxic for each other. That's why you can't get upset. And I know people think I, my perspective of relationships and exes is uh, to a lot of people strange. Once we're not together, I don't care who you get with. That's none of my business. I don't own you. Some of that is, is part of our, uh, unaddressed trauma as well. Some of that's a part of our unaddressed trauma when we feel as if people are our possession. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing, I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me, to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, 
that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion. After that, it's going to ignite such a fire inside of you that you're going to want to purchase the your personal copy of From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to do that as well. Why? Because I believe that it'll give you a 21-day jumpstart to fulfilling or re-identifying purpose in whatever core area you find yourself stagnant in. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. But let's get back on track and talk about what we were talking about. Cause we didn't start talking about trauma. We didn't start talking about people being our possession and all of those things are important for us to realize, especially if we're going to be uh, effective individually as well as in relationship, because some of us take that mindset even concerning our friends and our loved ones. Uh, I got a little cousin. Uh, that's my baby. Every now and then she calls me, uh, she did it today. As a matter of fact, uh, she calls me my cliff, not cliff. She'll say my cliff as if, as if I'm only hers. I, I belong solely to her. She's supposed to get all the time, all the attention. And I have to explain to her, I'm not just your Cliff. You know, I'm everybody that needs me or wants me in their life, their life Cliff. She doesn't like that all the time. But some of us grow up as adults and have that same mindset. You don't want your friends to be friends with somebody else. Or you don't want them to be more uh, a closer friend with somebody else than they are of you. You don't want any of those things. You become very possessive. Concerning individuals, learn to let people go. You got to learn to let people go, let people grow and let them grow. Because I'm going to be honest with you. If I only hang around you and you only hang around me, we, it's going to come a point where we're going to reach that glass ceiling, baby. It's not going to be much growth any longer. Allow people to expand and be who they are. Okay. That's free. But I had to realize or, I'm facing the reality of maybe I'm not guarding my heart. Maybe I'm blocking my heart from receiving what it is that my heart needs. Maybe my heart needs me to go out and, and, and try this dating thing again, which is totally different in this day and time. Like, my God. Um, <laughs> but maybe that's what my heart needs. Maybe we feel our heart breaking or maybe we feel our heart isn't in the best condition or maybe we haven't healed in some areas because we are blocking our heart from healing. Because what if your healing has to come through another area of brokenness in your heart? I know it sounds oxymoronic. I know it sounds crazy. I know you're probably thinking, dude, I do not want to hear nothing you're saying. 
But what if, like, I mean, come on, let's face the reality. Those of us that can honestly say, because if you notice, I did admit that I'm blocking my heart. I'm not guarding it because I do feel you need to guard your heart. I need, I do feel you need to use wisdom. You need to exercise wisdom. However, I do believe that uh, we have learned how to say we're guarding our heart while blocking our heart as well. Now, some of the, the stuff that comes, we need to block it. We need to block it, block it, block it. But I promise you that there are some that have come or that would come if your heart didn't appear to be blocked. They can't even see your heart because you got a ice box where your heart used to be. <laughs> you got an ice box there. They can't even see your heart. And you, well, they ought to be the ones to come and make my heart melt. How about you take responsibility for that? How about you stop looking for somebody to come and heal you? And you begin to heal yourself, which in turns positions you for somebody that may be of some greater value as it relates to your life, your purpose, your design, your vision, your destiny, then you can connect connect with somebody or attract somebody of greater quality. Maybe the reason why Cliff, I'm going to use myself because I don't want none of you be, oh, he talking about me. I am. But maybe the reason why I keep attracting broken individuals and we're all, I'm not saying that I'll, I'll become perfect and the other person will become perfect, but I'm saying there are, there are dimensions of brokenness. There's a brokenness that's healing. And then there's a brokenness that I'm just broken. I use this as a defense mechanism. I use excuses why I'm broken and I refuse to face the reality of me needing to heal myself. So perhaps that's what it is. Perhaps you need to take this moment to heal yourself. Or we take this moment to continue to heal ourselves so that we don't even desire to block our heart. Something's there that's causing us to desire to, to block our heart. Because to be honest with you, that's not how we were created to be. We were not created to block the feelings in our heart or to block the desires of our heart. We weren't designed to, to, Live like that. Now, I know what the word of God says concerning the heart. I do not always tell people to chase, you know, to follow your heart because I know the heart can deceive. We're not talking about it from that premise on today. We're talking about it from the premise of, are you allowing yourself to really live? We talk about living on this podcast. Are you living or are you existing? And I have to be honest with you. In that area of my life, I'm existing. I haven't allowed myself to live. But I made up my mind, real talk, right while we talking, and you guys are hearing me talk so you'll be able to hold me accountable. I'm making up my mind to live, not just exist. Because what if? What if I take the what out of the what if and say if? What if I take the if out of the what if and I just do. Man, am I guarding my heart or am I blocking it? 
Am I blocking my blessing? Am I blocking opportunities? Am I blocking the next move or phase of my life? Because I got roadblocks up where I should just have a fence. Roadblock you can't get by. A fence you can at least open. I mean, you can get by a roadblock. I think y'all know where I'm trying to go with the analogy. It can be a wall. Let's use a wall. One of my favorite poems is called Stone by Stone. It was in a chicken noodle soup book. We used to read them every year, every day to our students at Richard Allen. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show. Podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest and best way to launch, promote, and track your podcast. Your show can be online and listed in all the major platform directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of finishing your recording. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners and the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Join over a 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. You'll get a great looking podcast website, audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to show how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and more. So start your show today by using the link provided in the show notes. This lets Buzzsprout know we sent you, and it gives you an opportunity to receive a $20 Amazon gift card, as well as it helps support our show. Hey guys, guess what happened? Sat here, recorded the whole end of the podcast, reading the poem, give my last uh, words, all of those great things, never hit record on the uh, camera. So we're going to do it again. Leave it to me. So this is a poem we used to share with our students all the way back in 1999. I still use it today, guys. I still use this poem today in um, coaching sessions with friends, uh, anybody that talks to me about relationships or talks to me about love or feelings or anything, I always take the time to share this poem with them. That's how much I value this poem. Here we go. I have a wall you cannot see because it's deep inside of me. It blocks my heart on every size and helps emotions there to hide. You can't reach in. I can't reach out. You wonder what it's all about. The wall I built that you can't see results from insecurity. Each time my tender heart was hurt, the scars within grew worse and worse. So stone by stone, I built my wall that now so thick it will not fall. 
Please understand that it's not you. Continue trying to break through. I want so much to show myself and love from you would really help. So bit by bit, chip at my wall till stone by stone it starts to fall. I know the process will be slow. It's never easy to let go of hurts and failures long ingrained upon one heart, upon one's heart from years of pain. I'm so afraid to let you in. I know I might get hurt again. I try so hard to break the wall, but seem to get nowhere at all. For stone upon stone, each stone I've stacked and left between them, not a crack. The only way to make it fall are imperfections in the wall. I did the best I could to build a perfect wall, but there are still a few small flaws, which are the key to breaking through the wall to me. Please understand, please use each flaw to cause a crack, to knock a stone off the stack. For just as stone by stone was laid with every hurt, with every pain, stone by stone the wall will break as love replaces every ache. Please be the one who cares enough to find the flaws no matter what. And I love that poem. We used to read that poem. I used to have discussions with the kids about the poem. I had discussions with staff about the poem because I feel like so many people are in that very state. It's the state we're talking about today where we're not guarding our hearts, but we're blocking our hearts. That wall she said the wall was so uh, thick, it would not fall. It was a complete wall around the heart. But it, she asked, you know, she was asking for help, you know, for somebody to chip at the wall. And I, I love that. I think that's beautiful. I do. I really do. I do. I do. I do. I do. However, I do want to say to us that before someone comes in our lives, we have to begin to chip at that wall and tear that wall down because we have to begin to take responsibility for some of those hurts and those pains and the rejections that we went through because I'm not saying that all of those things we cause, but sometimes it's the decisions we made, the people that we are attracted to, and sometimes we're only attracted, as I said earlier, to people based upon our trauma are based upon our experience, are based upon the generational curses that need to be broken that were passed down, you know, throughout our family line. So we have to begin to break the wall down. And as we, as Jericho say, break the wall down, uh, Chris Jericho, the wrestler, I wasn't talking about uh, the biblical uh, city of Jericho, the wall of Jericho, but hey, you know, maybe that's what you need to do to uh, use that strategy to break the wall down. But I want us to begin to chip out it ourselves and really begin to do the internal work that we need to do so that we can heal. Because I believe that when we heal, it changes even who we're attracted to and what we attract. You'd be surprised at what the healed you would attract. But you can't fathom what the real you will attract because you haven't given uh, the the healed you would attract because you haven't given the healed you an opportunity. 
And I want to say this because I know that sometimes when we talk about sensitive situations like this, some of us get case sensitive, as uh, my brother Gordon says. And as I say, sometimes we need to, we get all up in our baby feelings. We need to rub it in our chest. All right. Uh, but anyway, I am not talking about situations that happened where you were at a disadvantage and you were taken advantage of. But what I am talking about, yes, those situations happen. They are responsible for what they did to you, but you are responsible for what you allow what they did to you to do to you. You're responsible for your healing. You're responsible for your deliverance. You're responsible for the decisions that you make now in your life. It hurts. I, I get it. It, I, it hurts. They were wrong. They may not apologize, but it's time for you to heal yourself. It's time for you to tear that thing down at yourself. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Stop telling yourself you can't. And if you need assistance, you can always visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com. You can set up a coaching session or I have a tool that I have developed. I'm not going to talk about that tool because the commercial is going to run at the end of the show. So make sure you stay tuned to listen for that commercial. Okay. And then invest in your now through that tool to produce the future that's connected to your purpose. Listen, before I go, I do want to encourage each and every one of you. If you are listening to this part of, of the episode and you've listened all the way through, I encourage you to text. What I want y'all to text today. Oh, text. I will heal myself. Text. I will heal myself to 302-648-5544. Why? Because that begins a dialogue between us as well as you'll be entered to win a prize. You will be entered to win a prize. So I encourage you to listen to the podcast. Well, you already listened to it. Text me. Let me know you listen. As I always say, create a great day, walk with purpose, and by all means, guys, execute your vision. Peace. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing, I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose that's inside of me, to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost, that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay.
I want you to head over to www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion. After that, it's going to ignite such a fire inside of you that you're going to want to purchase the co- your personal copy of From Stagnation to Transformation. So I want you to do that as well. Why? Because I believe that it'll give you a 21-day jump start to fulfilling or re-identifying purpose in whatever core area you find yourself stagnant in. So again, visit www.cliftonpettyjohn.com forward slash transformation. Are you thinking of selling or buying your dream home? Then contact Harrison Domerkin, the people's agent. As a licensed realtor in both Delaware and Maryland, Harrison desires to help you sell or buy your home. And he promises you that your experience with him will be great. Call or text him today at 302 260 0659 or email him at Harrison Domerkent at gmail.com. Anthony Baker Jr. is the CEO of a nonprofit community organization called Helping the Homeless. As an organization, they are committed to changing lives and making others smile. In addition to providing hands-on services for the homeless community all over Philadelphia, they also have a Big Brothers mentoring program where participating youth are taught the value of giving back to their community. To learn more about the organization, call 215 487-8589 or email them at hthphilly at gmail.com